0: Pod Save
1: the Queen! Hello and welcome to Pod Save the Queen. I'm your host, Ellie Forsey and I'm joined by Russell Myers. Hi, Russell, how are you?
0: I'm very well. It's nearly Christmas. How many more sleeps have we got? Three? How many Ew. more sleeps? What date is it? I don't even know the date. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday night,
1: Friday three more, night, Friday more sleeps. Night. Friday night, three more sleeps. Three. Are you feeling sensitive? <laughs>
0: I am a little bit, yeah. We managed to escape London. I mean, it seems everyone was going down with COVID in London. I was we were being extra careful to try and get out. So we are in the sunny north of England at uh, at my in-laws' place on the Wirral, and we are looking forward to looking forward to Christmas. It's going to be going to be a nice, uh, nice few people, seeing some old people around, lots of um, lots of merriment, lots of. I've been tucking into the Christmas biscuits already. To be honest, so I'm going to be bottling I was out. Say, and- so yeah.
1: I think you were quite brave then. Did you just call your in-laws old? Did you just say seeing some no, old No, right, I said some old faces. So, <laughs> I was going to say so you're a brave I, I, man.
0: I used to go to university in Liverpool, so I, I still know quite a few people who live up this way. So hopefully, I'm going to get to see some old pals, which has been quite difficult over the last few months, of course. So um, yeah, fingers crossed we all don't come down with COVID and uh, and we end up having a, a lovely Christmas before we get locked down again. I suppose. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Don't say that. We've, I've done the same. I'm back. I've come back to my parents. Parents. so yeah it's kind of feeling very festive and it feels like the christmas break has has started which is lovely however lots of people have been changing their their christmas plans obviously due to the quite terrifying rates uh in the uk including the queen and um, obviously there's hoping she's still going to get some family time but it's not going to be in sandringham is that right
0: no and i think you know we've been speaking about this for quite some weeks that the queen was uh was definitely looking forward to going to sandringham She'd did a little secret trip in November uh, where she went over to uh, sort of check on the staff, check on the big house and uh, to get it ready for Christmas and um that's when she stayed uh, a few nights at Wood Farm as well which is where um Prince Philip used to live on the Sandringham estate and uh, and it seems as though you know the, these these rates of continuing to surge in the UK were just too much and uh, I think the queen has taken The sensible, and uh, as described to me, that that it was her personal decision, so it wasn't necessarily sort of um, a dictat from the government or or any of the health officials per se. But she took the personal decision to stay put at Windsor Castle. Now, of course, there is already. A COVID bubble in place. She knows the sort of lay the land there. Of course, she's been in uh, in, in Berkshire for an awful lot of the pandemic, and um, and so it makes a lot of sense. So yes, she has decided to stay put. There will be no and Christmas. At the weekend, uh, I mean, we'd, we'd already done a story that the staff were being told that the, the walkabout at, on Christmas Day was not definitely not going to happen. So even if the Queen did end up coming to Sandringham, they weren't going to let members of the public into the main grounds. So they essentially, the, the members of the public could potentially stay Outside the outside the walls and the gates and, and peer through and, and potentially see some of the members of the pub, uh, members of the royal family walk to uh, to church on Christmas Day, but uh, but they certainly weren't going to do the meet and greet. And of course, that was because I think at any given year, um, I mean, I've been there and there's been five hundred people, and I've been there when it was Harry and Meghan's year and there was three thousand people um, in two thousand seventeen. So I think there was real fears that that could become some sort of super spreader. Event so with all that in mind, the Queen did decide to uh, to tell her family that she was going to stay at Windsor. Now, we do know that several members of the royal family, senior royals, I suppose, including Charles and Camilla. You have the uh, the Wessexes, um, Princess Anne, her husband, Timothy Lawrence, and. And, uh, and Duke of York and his family had already said, along with the Cambridges, it must be added, that they'd already said that they were going to limit their contacts in order to make sure that the Queen was not alone on Christmas Day. Of course, she was plunged into tiered restrictions like so many other people in the UK last Christmas, and, um, and she was forced to spend it alone with, with Prince Philip at Windsor Castle, which was, of, of course, again, their last christmas together so i think there was an awful lot of um you know high feeling within the, the family that they needed to do what was right and uh, and of course that was um no big deal to them because they wanted to they want to spend it with the queen in as safe an environment as possible so it does look like that the cambridges are going to stay in norfolk and they probably will see the queen throughout the festive period is all I've been told. So whether they will end up coming to Windsor throughout the Christmas holidays or the Queen does indeed go up to Sandringham after Christmas. I mean, listen, if you've been watching the news, who knows what's going to happen at the moment? It does seem like there's going to be further restrictions in um, across the UK after Christmas Day, whether that's 26th, 27th, 28th, for two to three weeks. So the Queen normally goes... To Sandringham around now. She was due to due to fly there this morning. Actually, it's Wednesday. If you're listening to sp- Space Time Continuum, and she was due to fly there, and then she would normally stay till February the 6th which was the it is the anniversary of her father's passing. Um so whether she does go in the new year remains to be seen but uh, I I wouldn't bet on anything at the moment but the only thing that we do know is that the queen is staying at Windsor and she will not be alone on Christmas day so there certainly will be members of the royal family uh, to be with her. We haven't been given any confirmation of that, but my understanding is at the moment that Charles it would be Charles and Camilla, the Wessexes, the Yorks and um, and potentially Princess Anne. So um at least she won't be alone, which is um which is a turn up for the books, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's so important. And I know we've mentioned it, you know, quite a lot over the last few weeks, but obviously a extremely poignant Christmas for her as it's her first without Prince Philip. But another part of the day that's always really important for her is going to church. Obviously that's normally part of the tradition as as you mentioned earlier about well-wishers coming out and meeting people but she also normally does a private church service in the morning doesn't she which isn't you know there aren't people outside do you think hopefully she'll still be able to do some sort of church visit on the day?
0: Well yeah you mentioned that sort of the 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 morning church service and and that was again played with controversy because um my understanding was that that if they were to do the Sandringham Christmas that Prince Andrew certainly wasn't going to go to the main 11 o'clock service and the reason for that as you've just outlined is one is private in the morning and uh, and one is where the public get to sort of do the uh, the greetings to when they walk up from uh, from Sandringham House to St Mary Magdalene Church and then they you know, in uh, in previous non-Covid times the, the royals would stop for a little meet and greet well Prince Andrew had already decided that he wasn't going to become the story of the day as it were and he was going to just attend the private service and that probably would have been with the queen in the morning um well now we're at windsor there definitely well i can you know definitely confirm there won't be any public um church walk or church visit no definitely no meet and greet and i think that yeah, you know, that's that's because of um, she would most likely with other members of the family visit uh, visit the um, the chapel which is inside the, the Windsor Castle grounds. So, um, you know, it's 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 ever changing. I think, um, I th- I, I, like I just mentioned, I don't know if that's off the cards. I'm sure that the Queen will want to go to Sandringham at some stage and carry on the tradition. She certainly didn't get the chance to go last year. And, um, and she was very, very much looking forward to it. She had travelled in November. She was meeting and speaking with staff, um, not only when she was there, but obviously on, on the telephone and, and, and through her aides to make sure that all the preparations were made. And, uh, and I suppose there'll be you know, some sort of transience with the staff to help out over over christmas and um, and to cater to, to whatever can go ahead but uh, you know you you know as well as i do it's um it's it's a pretty fluid situation at the moment so all in all i think that people have been really reducing their contact i mean we were just saying that we had right and so the the rules were no different and uh, and their their um, their uh, major plan was to make sure that the queen wasn't alone at christmas and that that they they seem to have sort of um made sure that that's not not going to happen
1: and while we still don't know exactly what's going to happen on christmas day we do obviously know that the christmas lunch was cancelled which was was that due to be earlier this week it was it was
0: due to be on tuesday so uh, another casualty of the of the covid crisis and i mean i think that when you look at it, on the face of it, I mean, the palace was still saying up until last week, "Oh no, the pl- plans are for it to still go ahead, and we're monitoring the situation." And and you have the you know the prime minister saying it's being monitored hour by hour. And I think the sort of uh, ambiguity of all the uh, the messages that have been uh, put out from you know then the health officials are saying we need to limit contacts. The prime minister was saying that parties can still go ahead. I don't think the palace were none the wiser. But when you we look at it on the face of it, there was fifty odd. Um, attendees normally to 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 go to this pre Christmas lunch that the Queen has normally hosted at Buckingham Palace didn't host it last year uh, again because of the the COVID crisis and um, uh, and so you've got you've got a situation where there was you know several elderly relatives I think you could class the Duke of Gloucester in that the Prince and Princess Michael of Kent in that and so um, the is- the issue really was that. Um, uh, it, again, could have turned into some sort of super spreader event. So the decision was taken to uh, to knock it on the head for another year. And then, um, you know, hopefully there'll be better times within the spring and the summer. But I think, you know, it seems, it seems a bit like Groundhog Day, doesn't it? We keep coming yeah. back to these situations.
1: And it's such a shame because that's obviously, you know, the, the Christmas lunch is the huge event as you said at buckingham palace which is attended by all of the royal family including those that don't normally make the trip up to sandringham so the more extended family isn't it so yeah i guess it's a chance for the royals to catch up with you know for well we used to be like harry and william to catch up with all their cousins you know beatrice and the Tyndalls and all the great grandkids i just always imagine you know them kind of running round and having lots of fun and seeing the people they haven't seen. So I guess to have missed that as well is just a, is such a shame.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, everyone else is cancelling their own parties, aren't they? I mean, I was, I was in London, um, working by Buckingham Palace uh the other day uh, last last thursday and i walked through to get to victoria station just around the corner and what would normally be absolutely ramo on the you know the week before christmas essentially yeah i couldn't believe it it was dead there was not a soul in the bars in the restaurants and this is you know, a real real big issue and i think that um uh, when the Queen and the rest of the royals sat down to think about it and thought, you know, if this is what's happening across the country and they couldn't have failed to see the coverage of of you know, pubs and restaurants that are really, really struggling, it probably wouldn't have looked like the... Uh, the best thing to do to be having a party whilst other people are trying to isolate from their families businesses are really struggling covid rates are going up everyone doesn't really know what's going on so the right decision I, I feel to have been taken on all these points and again you know what would the what the palace say they would be saying that the queen well they certainly have said that the queen is leading from the front in these matters and showing a lot more leadership than uh than arguably some of our politicians have done so um listen there will be other opportunities to meet with family there will be other t- opportunities to have a, a party because of course it's the platinum jubilee next year and i think everyone Very is true. just fingers crossed that you know those uh sorts of uh celebrations do not get plagued by covid because that would be quite a bit of pills to swallow i think given all the sort of sacrifices by everyone um this year
1: now, obviously, the Queen, as well as having her own tradition, the Queen is a big part of loads of British people's tradition in that everyone sits down to watch the, well, not everyone, but huge amounts of people, my family included, sit down and watch the Christmas speech every year. Now, I assume this will still be happening, despite everything being a bit different.
0: Yes, well, the Queen's speech is is you know, is normally pre-recorded, and so that has happened. Um, we don't know the content of it. I think that, uh, that we as journalists used to get pre-copies of it, and then someone leaked it. Um, and so, they're, they're, but the palace several years ago, so the palace stopped giving um, copies of it in advance. But one can imagine it is going to be full of you know coronavirus rhetoric. No, undoubtedly praising the heroic efforts of our frontline workers. We've seen that the royal family have done that time and time again throughout this pandemic. um Certainly, the Queen, Charles, and Camilla, the Cambridges, the Wessexes have really led from the front on that, and I think that's really, really, really important to get to hammer that home once more because we are in the midst of this storm once again. The booster rollout is kind of lacking, lagging behind, even though it's been a sort of gargantuan effort and. Um, and the real, the real concept of gosh, can anyone believe that we're here again? And I suppose that the Queen's words that she made on that first speech at the sort of height of the pandemic in twenty twenty, or the start of it, when she was saying, um, you know, we will be together again, we will meet again, echoing those, you know, that wartime spirit. I, I think we're going to see um, some more of that. Uh, be very interesting to see if she speaks about. Family values, family um, mishaps. Yeah, there's been a lot of instances within her own family. We had the Harry and Meghan Oprah Winfrey interview, which seems like an age ago. And it's then gone. I can't believe that was this year. It I feels know. Like it
1: so, so much longer.
0: And of course, you've got the Prince Andrew saga, which is rumbling on and on. And that is going to be quite a big deal in the new year because we were speaking about this last week about the next date is january the the third and fourth on the third we will see the uh the the, the court documents re- revealed unsealed from the from the judge in new york as to what virginia good um, uh, deal was with uh, jeffrey epstein's estate and we will also uh see judge you uh, lewis kaplan in new york decide what he's going to do and we presume he is going to call for a full on trial which will be next autumn. Uh so yes all of these I don't think that the, obviously the queen going to go into detail about either of those two um issues but she may skirt around the, the 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 wider concept of um people being apart from their families people having living in trying and testing times and how you need to sort of rise above adversity uh so yeah looking forward to it and so we will see that at um three o'clock in the uk on christmas day and no doubt uh, there will be a lot of coverage about it because once again we have experienced a, a year well that's a year like no other but we're we've yeah. done two of them now. <laughs> so listen i think that um there's an awful lot to look forward to in the new year hopefully the rates will come down we will get some sort of clarity about where we are with the Health-wise, and um, there is an awful lot to look forward to in the new year because Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Lots to uh, lots going on there that we've discussed in the past. Fingers crossed and some big tours because. Um, you know, one would presume that the realms must be visited, you know, Canada, Australia, who's going to get to go to those countries? No doubt we'll see um, a lot of activity surrounding the, uh, um, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee and, uh, and hopefully some international travel to, to the realms and the Commonwealth as well.
1: Definitely a lot to look forward to. But one thing that I'm assuming about the Queen's speech that will be different this year, so obviously the Queen's speech has been delivered, was first, no, the first Christmas broadcast, wasn't a Queen's speech then, um, was delivered by George V back in 1932. And one thing that I didn't notice was that the Queen used the same desk and chair that her father and King George V both used. But that I'm now assuming they... That's obviously, in Sandringham, so that might be something that we notice that's different in this year's that's different in this one, maybe a different setup for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, it was recorded at Windsor and again, same as last year. And so, mm. um, it, it's very interesting because I, I remember reading stories about how Harry and Meghan were super peeved that they didn't make the uh, the photos in the, in the background of, of, of the Queen's last Christmas broadcast, or certainly in um you know, in it, 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 previous year, I can't remember the year, but um, people will be pouring over. No doubt there'll be a picture of, uh, of Prince Philip. You know, It's been a particularly different, difficult year, losing yeah. a husband for 73 years in April. Um, I think she will certainly reference Prince Philip, and it's been interesting looking... There was a documentary on an ITV. Um, I think it's called Philip, Prince Father... Friend or something? I can't remember. Oh yes,
1: I watched watched that last night. Yeah, I did. I have mm. just forgotten
0: the um, the uh, the intro. I'll find it in a second. Anyway, Prince, so Prince the,
1: husband, father. There we
0: go. And yeah. um, and it was really interesting to to, to see. Old reels of the Queen talking about him. Of course, we, we recognise the he's been my strength and stay speech. Uh, but people like Giles Brandwith, a friend of Prince uh, Philip and friend of the Royals, talking about you know the tremendous debt of gratitude. Of course, the Queen said that as well in that speech. The Queen uh, remarked about how he had been um, a tremendous support to her, and I think I think she will again reference that within within the Queen's speech uh, because. Um, I suppose we 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 do, and it, it, it's been an awful wrench for her. You think of everything she's had to go through. You know, you've got these. Everyone's so clinging on to the fact of being able to spend Christmas with their families, and uh, and the fact that she does has to have has has had to change her uh, her plans once again. I mean, of course, people will say, "Oh gosh, well, it must be." Absolutely arduous to uh, to change your plans from your big country manor house to then stay in your castle. But I think you know once once you've got rid of that nonsense, I think you can really understand that this is a 95 year old woman who's been kept away from her family, like so many others, and that is really uh, something that we can all identify with because last Christmas was full of that. This Christmas was totally in the balance and. It, it, it is important to people. It is important to a lot of people to be able to share those times with their loved ones. There are loads of instances that people have missed out on over the last two years of having their lives um, turned upside down, and uh, and this this year is is no um, is no is no different. And and I don't think the rules are any different to, to when it comes to that. To be honest.
1: I'll have a little question for, a little quiz for our listeners. Just one quick question. Russell, I know you know the answer, so no giving it away. So there was only been one year that the Queen hasn't done a Christmas broadcast. What, Which year was it? Now, it was because there was a documentary about the royal family that was being scheduled for the holiday period, so the Queen decided not to do a speech. But what year was that in? And I will put the- I just said, don't say what it is. I'm going to test, a test for the listeners. Okay, right. That. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Sorry. I was going to put it on Instagram. So right, OK. I, do that again. Say along. Sorry,
0: sorry. Do it again.
1: Well, that's Russell ruining your Christmas. No, no, do it. Little do it, do it
0: again. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry.
1: OK, right. Sorry, Dan.
0: Oh, no, no. Qu- that was funny. Oh, We're qu- leaving that in. <laughs> oh, what? <sighs> right, sorry. Can we get another quiz question, seeing as I've ruined that for everybody? I, I was looking at an email on my phone. I promised to pay attention.
1: Okay, I've got a minute. Uh, right, okay, here we go. Second one. Right, you be quiet this time. Was I right, <laughs> though? Can we mute Russell? You? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, that's true. I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> it was there was no Christmas broadcast in 1969 oh um, look at
0: that knowledge well done. okay let's have another question for the listeners
1: yeah <laughs> oh god this is
0: chaos chaos
1: oh it is my phone right sorry that's because right that that music that happened there was because I Padded
0: Are listening to hymns? Google. Christmas hymns? Really? Oh, my
1: word. I've to go on to Google to find another quiz question to make up for that. Sorry, this has been a bit of a disaster. Right. This is the last time I try and do something a bit different. <laughs> right. When was the Christmas broadcast first... Um, no, when was the Christmas message first broadcast on television? What? Which year? There we go
0: there
1: we go
0: i I won't say
1: anything you're about to talk
0: right answers answers on the pod answer on
1: pod save yeah answers on pod save and i will put the um answer on instagram as well
0: very good very good right
1: lovely so actually i'm coming off this so my image of the royal christmas day is that there's a lot of champagne flowing but you had a story this week that um suggested that that might not be the case this year might have a different Fizzy drink to get them through.
0: I know. Uh, this is quite interesting because how many... We've had loads of these stories over the year. Uh, the Queen has been making her own gin. Or not making it, but flogging it in the <laughs> shops because the Royal Collection Trust have had a... You know, a big shortfall of about thirty million pounds. So they've been selling gin in the shops. They were set, the the Queen sells her own beer at the Sandringham shops. And I have revealed, big drum Well please, that the Queen is now sh- flogging some royal prosecco. Uh, it's uh, the Queen can't be at Sandringham this Christmas, but she can still have a taste of Norfolk after uh, launching her own prosecco brand there. So it is. Uh, it's. it's quite expensive to be honest it's 15 quid a glass this is one of those little bottles uh, when it's it's only 200 milliliters Well, well, you know, if you're if you're shopping in the Aldis or the littles, so you can get a nice bottle for about eight quid. But uh, this is uh, being sold on the Royal Sandringham Estate. I mean, this you know, there's little bottles you can get. You basically yeah. swig out of them. Uh, enough for one glass, decorated with a robin, holly, and fir trees. Fifteen pounds, extra dry, eleven percent sparkling wine, produced in Italy for the Queen's estate. So. I don't know if you 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 can't get it on the website. because I went on the website. Um, oh, Dan said I can feel the taste test coming on. So yeah, oh, maybe I, I, I will get some. That
1: idea. <laughs> okay,
0: we will toast in the new year. I will try and get some sent to us um, from from the good people at the Sandringham Estate. Um, yeah. So that's what the. I mean, I don't think I think the Queen is probably getting the proper Dom Perry on. 1958 <laughs> vintage blend or whatever from uh out the back, uh, out the cupboard rather than the uh the fizz are selling on the sand you're going to say but perhaps not perhaps you could dine night royalty if you can get your hands on some so i'll keep um it is flying off the shelves i was told yesterday so people are very very keen to sample it and uh i'll let you know what it well we'll let you know what it tastes like if we can get some samples sent to us
1: that would be lovely Now, we've obviously spoke last week about uh, the Christmas cards that are dropped. We had uh, the Prince Charles and Camilla's fun face mask shot and we had the Cambridges lovely Jordan holiday picture. But we haven't seen one from Meghan and Harry yet. We had one last year. Do you think we're likely to get one or perhaps they've just made the call not to do it this year? Well, it's
0: quite late, isn't it? I mean, most people have sent their Christmas cards already. Um, So I would presume not which I'm quite surprised about. I thought that there would be something... What are we on? The 22nd today into the 23rd tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, it seems a bit late. I I reckon you might see something on the Archwell website. Surely there's going to be something to wish our listeners and readers or whatever a Merry Christmas. So we'll probably see some form of image. But, yes, I am surprised that it hasn't happened already Uh, because, yeah, as you said, it is Christmas card season. We had the Wessexes. Uh, which was which was nice um, picture. Oh of yes, Prince that was a
1: Philip. lovely picture. I don't
0: think we had that last week, did we?
1: No, we didn't. It dropped in just after because we recorded it. Yeah, so that is that was taken early.
0: by royal photographer uh, Tim Rook, um, who who took that very nice picture of them in Forfa, and uh, and 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 with um with uh, with Prince Philip as well. I think the tag, the tagline was you know memories of happier times or happy times. So interesting. That they chose to do that. Interesting that Charles and Camilla chose the the you know the, the COVID slant on theirs with him playfully tugging at her mask, and then the Cambridges went completely the other way with a, a snapshot from a personal family holiday. So I don't know what will we see. What, was do you remember when they had the sort of mosaic one? Was it, was it with Archie? Yeah. That was for Christmas, wasn't it?
1: Oh, the um yes, so that was one of them they were outside the went the playhouse or the Wendy the chicken house. Had, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was I know what you mean, it was a photo, but it'd been kind of given the, that paint, was for Christmas. the painting effect, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, like an iPhone image
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I was, I would I would expect we're gonna see something for Christmas, surely. I'd be disappointed yeah. if we didn't, to be honest, because we haven't heard a lot of them uh of late. I saw Daniel Martin popped up the um, Megan's makeup artist saying that they're um you know they're trying to enjoy or trying to find the balance between work and life i mean they've got a, an awful lot going on there was um something you spotted during the week what was this the uh, their, their goodwill gesture to to oh yes this was quite so interesting they, actually
1: yeah they've got had a local kind of christmas christmas parade in their new hometown and you know it's a good way to make friends with the neighbors isn't it but they made a big donation towards it to, to help put it on which i thought was really lovely uh, the um yeah, so a, someone spoke out about it. Uh, the chair of the local association there said, I have to tell you that Harry and Meghan did sponsor our first ever holiday parade. They were the first people to sponsor it, and they're very good neighbours. So, nice neighbours
0: to have. Nice neighbours, you know, there we go. <laughs> absolutely wedge neighbours who can sponsor the parade. It's it's uh, it's, it's going to be a happy time. But no, I think that's, that's good for them. Um, they've been keeping a bit of low profile, understandably. Um, it's been a busy year, and it probably is a good time for them to sort of let this year go, see what happens in the in the new year, and hopefully um, we will see them back in the UK because Harry has got the Invictus Games. Fingers crossed in April, and so one would assume he will come back and see his family, and again one would assume that Meghan will come to the Invictus Games as well with the children. So. I think that that's probably a fair bet to say that we may see them in the in in the sort of springtime next year, but who knows?
1: What was lovely from the details we got from that Christmas parade event as well is they said that they went down to the 4th of July parade that the area had. So it was nice to know that they're kind of...
0: Involved so in the local maybe, community. Yeah, involved,
1: yeah. having fun, having some nice special family time, uh, which was lovely because Lilybeth would have been very Well, it would have been exactly a month old for the 4th of July Parade. Gosh, yeah. So, yeah, very, very new. Now, one thing that happened uh, just after we recorded last week was Camilla's tree decorating event, which is, I know for lots of people, one of the favourite events of the year, isn't it? Because it's when she... Can you tell us a bit more about this one? Yeah,
0: yeah. this is a really nice event, actually. This is every year has become the tradition uh, that, that of Cornwall will welcome some really seriously ill children to Clarence house. And it's, and it's in order to get them together um, from the Helen and Douglas house children's hospice and the Royal Dahl's marvellous children's charity. And she invites them to Clarence house to decorate the Christmas tree and puts on the lunch for them. Father Christmas comes in, she serves up the lunch. It's uh you know, there's some festive tunes played by the band of the Welsh guard. It's actually, a really, really lovely event. And some of the same kids come back year after year, and she has some really lovely interactions with them. And uh, and it's just one of those things that I found being able to see those kids go to to, to this event when everything was looking a bit sort of tentative for Christmas, um, made me realise how much we have probably missed, you know, the tradition side of things and the fact that people are, you know, still desperate to to, to enjoy those instances of you know the festive season that they that they really love doing and i know that camilla really loved putting it on you know and last year when it was done over zoom it just wasn't it was lovely that they all did it and they all got together but being there in person and to be able to to to, to do it for them um was really special for for uh, for camilla and the rest of the palace staff who put it on so um we've got it on the website if you haven't seen it there's some some great images of all the kids with uh santa hats on and, and, and camilla getting involved as well
1: because they don't just put the decorations on the tree, do they? They they do it cause obviously the trees are quite tall. They put them on with a, with a well, I'm going to say this wrong, is it a sword that they put it up with?
0: Yeah, I suppose, yeah, a ceremonial sword. Um, yeah. I mean, again, you know, the kids hold it, but there, there's, you know, one of <laughs> them, there's. Um, oh, her, her...
1: pic, there is a picture of a kid holding one. Oh, here. really? Oh, gosh she clearly looked yeah I mean, trustworthy, yeah. Child, being, that was trustworthy child being supervised they're not wielding <laughs> it
0: around but yeah there's um one of the equerries captain edward anderson of the welsh guards um who was resplendent in his bearskin i have to say and he got uh one of the children up uh a little lad called nathan best to pick a decoration and then placed it on his sword and then he'd uh, put it on the tree that's what i'd seen but yeah that picture um, she must be a very trustworthy child to to be able to, to <laughs> put it on herself. But it is, yeah, it's a really really nice event, and it's um, it's one of the things that uh, you know, it gave me a sort of sense of oh right, we are in the sort of Christmas festive period now, and and hopefully was
1: that what it was? Was that what broke it? For you? That's that what period? broke it. Yeah. You, you my, had my... to finally be festive. You can <laughs> stop being a Grinch. <laughs> and the children as well got a performance from the band of the Welsh Guards and a special message from Mister Tumble. Which wow. is it was a huge, huge character over here, isn't he, for kids? So I bet it was a very exciting day. And the last, well, one of the kind of big Christmassy things we've got looking forward to, up to which I know we've mentioned a few times, but you've got an update for us on the uh, Kate's Christmas Eve Carol concert.
0: Yes. Now, they have been plugging this quite a lot because, um, and I've seen some real. S- s- sneak peeks of it and it does actually look spectacular you know the the christmas carol concert which was uh, recorded a couple of weeks ago at westminster abbey there was more than 1200 of sort of coronavirus heroes who were able to uh, to attend that carol concert that um the duchess of cambridge had put on and you know thank god it was a couple of weeks ago because it certainly wouldn't have been going ahead now I imagine because it's if, mad, um, isn't it? just shows yeah. how much it's
1: changed. I just thinking that even with Camilla's the tree decorating event, that was only Absolutely. a week ago, but... Absolutely,
0: yeah. So so this is going to be on ITV in the UK on Christmas Eve at 7:30 pm. and um, our international cousins will hopefully be able to see it. I mean, if you can get the ITV hub or it will try they'll imagine they'll put some clips on social media. Um, however, She's um, She's been speaking about, you know, how Christmas is a time that we all come together and she's talking about how paying tribute to the frontline workers, of course, who have endured so much throughout this pandemic. She's saying... You know, we've we've all been through a bleak time. We've seen so many challenges. We've lost our loved ones. We've seen our frontline workers under immense pressure, and also we've been more emotionally and socially distant and isolated for each other. But one line I really liked in this, which is you know, a window into their world that we don't see too often. They're really sort of intimate family times. And um, and Kate said, you know, talking about the carols and the the people that she chose. And of course, we know that she she loves leona lewis and ellie Goulding. ellie Goulding sang at her wedding to william and sang the uh, the elton john song your song but sh- kate says music was so important to me during the pandemic and i think it was so many and i think it was to so many people too but above all it's about celebrating the goodwill the acts of kindness love empathy and compassion to help people come through these difficult times now the reason why i was interested in that is because um I'm still reeling from listening to Prince William's Apple Fitness Time to Walk (laughs) podcast when he was talking about, you know, loving – Rocking out to Thunderstruck from Akadaka. He was loving, uh, you know, reminding himself of those cherished memories of being driven to school by his mum, listening to Tina Turner, belting out Simply the Best. And, um, you know, the kids singing Wackadaka in the in the kitchen, fighting over what they're going to be playing in the morning. So I think we can all sense that their music plays quite a big part. In can the I just point lives. out that I'm still owed one clip of Prince William talking about Tina Turner it's still absent missing in action <laughs> I'm sorry I was oh, <laughs>
1: probably being
0: told off sorry anyway uh we digress I think I think it's it's a it's a nice window into the world shall I say and uh and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you know the full version when it's out there so I will I will endeavor to find out how you you can watch it in um in the US and Australia and elsewhere as well
1: fantastic well thank you so much for chatting with me today russell this will be the last time we catch up before christmas so i hope yes. you have a lovely a lovely time you eat too lots of food, drink lots of well hopefully drink lots of prosecco
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna get it we keep plugging it they might send us a case but you never yeah. know but it's yes, a merry christmas thank you very much to all our listeners from uh, from across oh. Oh. Wow again. Thanks, Dan, for all your hard work. It's been a mammoth, mammoth effort. Uh Merry Christmas to Anne and her family as she's on yes, maternity leave. We first miss you, Christmas Anne.
1: Christmas a little baby. Absolutely.
0: And uh and I suppose we will uh, we'll catch up next week with our big, big review of the year. There's plenty to yes. talk about.
1: We have got lots to talk about. So our episodes will be coming out completely as normal, due to where everything falls, we've been very lucky. So we will have a normal uh our normal programming. So we will be out every Thursday, so yeah, tune in next week to hear us looking back and trying to. I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be a lot of us saying, "I can't believe that was only six or seven months ago," because everything feels like it was an awfully long time ago. Um, but yes, I'll put something on Instagram as well because we would love to hear your highlights of the last twelve months as well to include that. So, from everyone here at Pod Save the Queen, a very Merry Christmas. Hope you have a lovely time. It stay safe. Until next
0: time. Pod Save the Queen.